In today's gospel, Jesus gives us that central, most beautiful commandment of his to love one another. And so we know as individuals and as Christians that there are many ways to express our love for each other, by acts of service, by telling others that we love them, by the total gift of self, by giving gifts. There's one very important way of expressing love that most of us learned when we were younger that we often forget about when we get older, but yet there's a central and important way of expressing love that I'd like to talk about. And that expression of love is simply this. When you can tell someone, no, you can't do that. No, that's not the right thing to do. When we were, when we were younger, we heard this all of the time. No, you can't run with scissors. No, you can't go sleep over at that friend's house. I don't know who his or her parents are. Or no, you can't have dessert before dinner because you're going to ruin your appetite. There's a whole laundry list of these no's that we heard as children. Now, when we were younger, we didn't feel like our parents were expressing love to us. We didn't feel like they were showering us with their tender, loving care. But hopefully, when we got older, we realized that probably more than anything else our parents did when they told us no, they were expressing real and true love, even though they didn't feel like it. Now, as we get older, when we grow in maturity and when we gain more freedom, we understand that it really doesn't work exactly the same in the lives of adults. It's very difficult to tell an adult, no, you can't do that. It simply doesn't work that way. We often don't have the authority over other adults and other adults don't have the authority over us. So instead, what we normally say is this expression of love, no, you shouldn't do that. Or no, you ought not do that. Somehow it would be immoral. We can't say, no, you can't, and somehow force them out of obedience not to do it. But we can say, hey, you shouldn't do drugs. They're not good for you. We can sometimes say, hey, you ought not stay in that relationship. It's not healthy. It's not making you a better person. Or we can't say, hey, you should not stay away from church. You should not not practice your faith. And we respect the freedom of other people even when we know they are making bad decisions. Decisions that are not good for them, and sometimes decisions that are not good for other people. 
We might wish to be able to grab them and shake some sense into them or somehow force them to do the right thing, but we respect their freedom. Sometimes we have to let them go to make those bad decisions, even though we've told them that this is not something that they should do. I think a lot when it comes to this of the parable of the prodigal son. The father knew the stupid decisions the son was going to make. Probably said, you're going to waste your money. You're not doing the right thing. Why don't you stay here where you can be loved? But the fact is the son was old enough and he let the son go. I'm sure he always prayed for him. Was always waiting for him to come back. He knew he was going to make some really stupid, rash, self-centered decisions, but still allowed him to go. And so, for adults, this saying, you ought not do this, or you shouldn't do it, while it's not the same as saying no to a child, it's still an expression of love. Love is being willing the good for the other person. I want what's good for you. This choice is not going to be good. I suggest you don't make it. It's not a desire to restrict freedom, but a desire for the good of the other person. And so while we find it very difficult, or it may simply be unjust to be able to go to someone and say, who's an adult, you can't do this in a lot of different situations, one thing that we can say as an expression of love to individuals that we believe maybe are making bad decisions is that I can't be part of this. I cannot participate or sit back and watch you do this to yourself and others. We can, in a certain sense, say, no to ourselves. I will not sit around, I can't sit around and watch you destroy your life with alcohol or drugs. I can't stop you, but I don't have to be part of it. I can take a step back. I can set a boundary. I can also say, I can't be part of this wedding. It goes against my conscience. And so while I can't stop you from doing it, I respect your freedom, I can step back and do something else. We can also say, I can't be your friend. I can't hang around with you if you continue to make these self-destructive decisions or if the decisions that you make continue to harm other people. We can say no to ourselves and that is a genuine expression of love. However, so often today when we say, no, I can't, I can't condone that, I can't be part of that, I can't go to that event, we are accused of being judgmental. You're judging me. You're, you're being judgmental. When in fact, we really are not. And the irony, of course, is we're actually being judged by these people who call us judgmental when they just think that we're judging. Or even worse, we are called or accused of being unloving. The fact of the matter is, this simply is not 
always the case. Sometimes it is the most loving thing to say, no, I can't do that. I'm not judging you. I'm not condemning you, nor am I trying to stop you from what you're doing, but I have got to respect my conscience. I cannot be part of that behavior. And if you cannot accept that, well, then I'm really sorry. If you think that I'm judging you or anyone else who says they can't be part of that or doesn't condone your behavior, if you condemn them for judging you, then maybe you need to go spend some time looking at your narcissistic tendencies. We're probably telling them that's not going to be very, very effective. But the fact of the matter is that saying, I can't do it, and establishing boundaries is a wonderful saying of expression of, I love you. But I'm going to give a final thing to sort of reflect upon before we wrap it up. Sometimes laws that either a society enacts or sometimes the church or other types of organizations put in place that say, hey, you can't do this, or this is not allowed, or this is not acceptable, they are accused of being unloving. That's an unloving law. That is an unloving way for this institution to treat people. And the fact of the matter is, that's really not the case. Hopefully, maybe some of our attorneys would agree with me in here. Laws are not about love. They're about justice. It's either right or it's wrong. It's not about showing love. That's not what the government is there for. That's not what rules and laws are there for. It's about justice. And indeed, sometimes rules and laws can be unjust. But what determines that is not that I feel judged or not that I feel that it's unloving, but it's going to be reason that determines that. Now granted, we may be very passionate about the reasons we feel these laws are unjust, but we cannot allow pure emotion to determine these types of things. And so in the end, when it comes to looking at laws, when it comes to looking at these types of things, when it comes to looking at other perceptions of when we or others say no or set boundaries, love is supposed to engage the heart. It's supposed to engage our feelings, our passions, and our emotion. But true love, according to the Christian sense, also has to engage the head. The problem is, in our culture and society, and to a degree, even in our church today, so many people judge love purely by feelings or by emotions. And this is what we call emotivism, where emotions or feelings determine what we think are right or wrong. If we allow this to happen, if this is the only way, the criteria that we use to judge, then we fall into chaos 
And we basically allow the children to decide what's loving and unloving. The child who says, it's unloving that I can't eat this. It's unloving that I can't run with the scissors. It's unloving that I can't go to my friend's house. That's not based at all in any way, shape, or form in reason. It's based instead in feelings and emotions. And we've got to be willing to have our passions, but to move away from that. The problem is, in a society that is so governed by this emotivism, you can't reason with people. You can't do it. You can't reason someone out of a position they didn't reason themselves into in the first place. And so the call to love is a call to compassion, a call to respect, but it's also a call to reason. And sometimes that appeal to reason means out of love saying no, you can't, or no, I can't. Amen.